Tranny Wreck, 41. Bob, you can stop masturbating now. Oh, I mean, tranny's just hateful, hateful, hateful. Oh, God, I need to throw out rotten apple and a tranny. Right now. Right now. I'm angry. Podcasting from Portland, Oregon. This is Tranny Wreck. episode of Trinity Rick Radio, put your headphones on because we're going to Seattle in stereo. God, that was fucking retarded. How the fuck is everybody? Today is Friday, September 15th, 2006. My name is Rebecca Nay, and you are listening to Tranny Rick Radio. Whether you are listening through the wonderful medium and technology of podcasting, through my website streaming at trannyrec.com, or my MySpace page, or Trans FM, thank you so much for being with me tonight. Uh, I'm tired as fuck. And uh, I'm quite low energy, so which I usually am on a Friday night. But I wanted to get this show knocked out since I spent almost the entire weekend working on my anniversary show. And uh, for those of you that are just uh, tuning in or listening for the first time, uh, I welcome you. I would encourage you to go back to last week's episode and listen to my anniversary show where I... uh, played a whole bunch of comedy clips. Uh, This week you're going to get a heavy dose of audio blog, so you better fucking stick around because it's interesting. Last weekend, or no, two weeks ago, I went to Seattle with a couple of friends here from Seattle. One of them is Cliffy from the CDP podcast, who you heard talking all wonderful things about trannies at the beginning of this uh, show. Um, One of the first places we went on this Seattle Labor Day trip was a store called Ikea. Now, I've heard of Ikea before, and uh, up until that weekend, I thought that it was just an ordinary department store. Long ago in days of yore it all began with the god named Thor There were Vikings and bugs and some plans for a furniture store It's not a bodega, it's not a mall This they'll think for apartments smaller than mine As if there were apartments smaller than mine Ikea, Ikea. Just a moke and some pine and a handful of Norsemen Selling furniture for college kids and divorced men Everyone has a home If you don't have a home, you can buy one there Rent a car or take the bus Lay your cash down and put your trust in the land Where the furniture folds to a much smaller size Billy the bookcases, hello so does the table, his name is Ingo And the chair is a ladder back perch But his friends call him Carl Ikea, Ikea Just a moke and some pine And a handful of Norsemen Ikea, Ikea Selling furniture for college kids and divorced men Everyone has a home But if you don't have a home You can buy one there Plywood brushed steel 
bucks and a chair and a lamp and a shelf and some candles for you. I was a doubter just like you till I saw the American dream come true in New Jersey. They got a goddamn Swedish parade. Ikea, just some milk and some pine and a handful of Norsemen. Ikea, selling furniture for college kids and divorced men. Everyone has a home. If you don't have a home, you can buy one. That is IKEA by Jonathan Colton. That used to be on the Podsafe Music Network, which is where I first heard it, but uh, he took it off. So uh, his website, I believe it's jonathancolton.com. Uh, I don't know why I have it. Oh, wait. Let's see. Yeah. jonathancolton.com uh, is his website. There will be a link in the show notes at trannyrec.com. Um, how is everybody doing? Uh, me, I'm fucking tired. It's Friday night, and, uh, well, I'm recording and talking to all of you. This is going to be kind of a uh, a free-flowing, free-forming, not free-balling show, because, well, I don't have those anymore, and uh, I'm pr- which I am very proud to say. Um, so, yeah, Ikea. Uh, you can see why, well, they're getting free advertisement from me, but... You can see why they don't advertise. I've never seen an IKEA commercial on TV, and I've never heard one on the radio. I'd be curious to know if that's the same outside the United States. Uh, I, I believe it's a Swiss company. Uh, if there's any listeners uh, in uh, Switzerland, I'd be curious to know. Or is it Sweden? Oh, I'm so fucking tired. Swiss, Sweden, one of those two fucking countries. Uh, is where uh, this goddamn company comes from. And I say it's a goddamn company because, well, I thought it was just another chain store uh, until I walked out of there with $45 worth of shit. And, uh, you know, this is coming from somebody who wants to become a minimalist, who hates the consumerist attitude that's in this country. Oh, I don't hate the consumerist attitude because consumerism is what keeps our economy going and is necessary. But, you know, that's all we care about. We're so bombarded with advertisements here or there. And by the way, the IKEA is in Seattle and uh, one will be coming to Portland soon, which I'm not looking forward to because I can't afford to go there. God damn it. Oh, it's wonderful, though. It has a, a a uh, restaurant right in the middle of the store with some of the best Swedish meatballs. Okay, it is Sweden. <sighs> okay, so enough about IKEA and free advertisement for them. I really enjoyed that song by Jonathan Colton. Uh, what I've got for you, I'm going to play about a half an hour of audio that I recorded in my on my Seattle trip uh, that includes... Uh, uh, meeting John Ong from the Ongline podcast, uh, and uh, you're going to hear, hear more from Cliffy from the CDP podcast. Both of those uh, shows are linked under Friends of Tranny Rec Radio on my permanent links section on trannyrec.com. I'll also link their show in the show notes, of course. Um, it was a wonderful uh, weekend. It was a short one. We went up on Saturday and came back on Sunday. And... Uh, this is the time where you're going to, if you're not, if you're listening to this on just regular speakers, now is the time to put some headphones on, if possible, because my iRiver with this, uh, uh, what's the name of the fucking microphone? Uh, with the kind of microphone that I use, it records it in stereo and it sounds pretty fucking good. So uh, here is uh, the audio clippings of my Seattle trip. And uh, I'll kind of interject in between. Hello, hello. I am in downtown Seattle, Washington. Uh, right now, today is uh, August 2nd, 2006. And uh, I am here with Cliffy from the CDP podcast. Cliffy will tell you. what. Cl- hey, Cliffy, what does CDP stand for? Cock dick penis. Of course, cock dick penis. 
in the CDP podcast. You can find the show at cdp.podshow.com. Uh, he has uh, agreed to help me do a uh, video podcast, which eventually we will do. Um, right now, we are walking to the Sheraton Hotel in the lobby to meet the fabulous Miss John Ong. Our, for the first, Miss Penang, as Madge Weinstein calls him, for the first time in person. And, uh, yeah, this is cool. Looking forward to meeting John Ong. He's provided me a lot of technical help for my podcast. And uh, this will be good. I'm looking forward to this. Well, um, look who it is. Hello, oh, no. it's so good to meet you. Okay, just, I'm recording, just, by the okay, way. Just, just, oh, good. Just to be sure, uh, Miss uh, Miss Jalan's first thing to me. Oh, you're so kind. Miss Penang. We've got to get the pictures in. Got to pose like a little whore. You're recording. I, I am. The whole experience. Of course. Hello. Nice to meet you, John. Bart. 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 Nice to meet you. This is John Ong. We, we, he, oh, we listened to a little bit of your podcast on the way up yeah. here. Oh, okay. Which uh, one? <laughs> I don't know, but he's very into Cheryl. Oh, she loves the horror. Okay, oh. uh, do you want to give him a little bit of Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> you did such a good Cheryl. So, what do you think? The whole experience. Tell me, document. Document this. I'm talking. No, you're talking right now. Fuck that. (laughs) You are fucking. I just want to tell you, the tranny wreck listeners, that John Ong. For those of you that listen to both of our shows, can you hear? John Ong is fucking huge. (laughs) Oh my god! I've never seen a fatter Asian in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we going? Okay. Um, shopping. Walk around. And uh, with that, since we're just going to walk around and uh, capture the audio experience for a second. No, fuck that. We'll record a little later when we're stuffing our whoreholes. Bye, everybody. Hello, Trinity Rick listeners. I'm back. We are at the Malay Satay Hut. Yes. And and uh, John Ong is drooling as we speak. As a matter of fact, there's this little pool of um, what is it that's coming out of your mouth? It doesn't look like saliva. It's white. John, what have you been doing in here? <laughs> Shush. So, John is not letting the. John I'm holding, the, I'm holding the menu. See, he, he's holding the menu to his chest like it's his baby. And uh, probably because he's, he's already ordered like five pounds of food. Um, and that's only appetizers. And that's only the appetizers. And uh, I'm sitting here at a round table. Uh, I'm not very good at explaining my surroundings. To my left, what's your name? Andrew. Andrew and Jeb. Jeb. I'll, I'll remember your names not. Uh, and then we got John Ong sitting right across from me, still looking at this menu salivating. This is kind of good And And then we got Cliffy over here. He's already stuck his finger down his throat at least twice tonight. Three, three trips to the bathroom. And then we got Bart, who has uh, been uh, joining us throughout this weekend. He uh, drove his uh, truck, I don't know what the hell you want to, SUV up to, and it's a a gas-efficient SUV for all you environmentalists out there. Is there a gas-efficient SUV? Probably not. Okay, I'm lying. I'm full of shit. But, uh, so yeah, we're just sitting here. We just, now, okay, John, you gotta, you gotta tell my listeners what you've ordered. I wanna, we gotta go through the list of everything you've ordered. And you're gonna wanna speak up. Pull, pull that cock out of your mouth and speak up. <laughs> oh, this is Ruthie Chen. I just came. What, so what, what, Ruthie Chen. We have to take a picture of the uh, who, no, what is this? Is the appetizer? This is, this is, is this the one I ordered? No, it's not, not yours. Yeah, that's his. Don't oh. think you're <laughs> <laughs> This is ours. Now, what's in this? Rotate Chan? Rotate Chanai. Rotate Chanai? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Roti chana is actually an Indian dish. Uh-huh. And roti means bread. Chana means mashed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very ugly with flesh, but uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> and Cliffy has got his video camera and he's video podcasting all of this. You'll be able to see a video of this eventually by going to cdp.podshow.com. Roti Chanai. Hold on, hold on. Just to make sure. I'm just going to come out. Okay. Well, okay. Tell me so, everything you ordered. The first thing was roti chanai, and roti chanai is an Indian bread. And since Malaysia has consists of three major uh, <laughs> ethnic groups, Indian, Chinese, and Malay. And so uh, that's, they're they're, all, they're all the same to me. I'm just yeah, American. It's a whole mishmash of things. And so this one is a Chinese dish. In fact, this is kind of nyonya. We'll talk about that later. Nyonya. Nyonya. It's a vegetable spring roll. You're getting fatter as we're talking about this in a moment. Your fat is touching me. <laughs> Move away. <laughs> and then uh, we have oyster omelette, which is oyster kind of with, as the name suggests, it was uh, egg in it and it's fried. It's very good. And then uh, Penang Loba. This is uh, my this is my favorite. This is a, it always comes with a mishmash of things too. Fried tofu, uh, crispy chicken, no, crispy shrimp cake. And uh, century egg. Are you guys which is hungry like yet? You guys are all hungry yeah. right now listening to this. Black chicken eggs. And then uh, loba is kind of like stuffed chicken, <laughs> no, stuffed pork with uh, five spice wrapped in a bean curd skin. And then this is pork intestines. <laughs> Gorgeous. God damn. And, uh, <laughs> and then we have a Penang Hokkien Chakwitiao. Chakwitiao is also a very famous Penang dish, which Bart ordered. Oh, okay, Bart ordered that one. And that's it. That's it for my appetizer. <laughs> More for now. More later. So, so uh, that's what we're eating for dinner here in. Uh, Oh, let me. Can I see your menu real quick? I want to tell the listeners what I ordered. Not that you fucking people, you all better fucking care because what I eat is very important to all of you. And if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. So, uh, let's see. I ordered the Rote Tilu Indian style pancakes with eggs, onions, red and green pepper with curry and dippy sauce. And then, for my main course, I ordered Malaysian Chinese pork chops. So, the food will come, and uh, we'll stuff our face, and we've got some interesting discussion coming later. Bye-bye. Like, you know, marriage was offered in this country, you'd probably take advantage of that. Well, I mean, you instantly become. He would instantly yeah, become, become an American a citizen if well, he was no, legal. I'm a resident first. Yeah, you're you a have to, resident. When you get married, you get two years of permanent residency, and then after two years, if you are still married, then you would get your uh, citizenship. Your no, you get your your permanent residency. No, permanent no, no, residence. no. You get your chair pass. No, you, you can get green card like in six months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And yeah. Yeah. Two years you can get your. So, Tranny Rec listeners, we're having a discussion about uh, immigration. And and uh, uh, basically, we met. Who was the couple we met? They've been together for eight years, and uh, every two years, what's his name? Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Uh-huh. And, and Andrew and Jeb. Andrew and Jeb is the one from uh, Malaysia. The other one. No, I'm from. You're from Malaysia. No, no. You whore. Andrew's from Malaysia. Andrew's from Malaysia. Okay. And uh, every two years he has to renew his papers to stay legal in this work papers or something Actually, and pay yeah. well, an insane amount of money. It depends. If you have if you have a higher job, you have to get your H one B visa, which is a working visa for that one company, meaning you cannot switch job. If you do switch job you have to have the other company reapply a new H1B for you. 
Are you an Amer- so now? Are you an American citizen now? I'm not, but I'm not. A, I am a permanent resident. You're a permanent uh, resident. Four, four years permanent resident now. So which means, well, yeah, what does when that the mean? fifth year comes, I am entitled to uh, choose to become a citizen. But what's going on in the state? How do you gain permanent residency? How do okay? So one, when you have your H one B visa, which is your work permit, you have three years of work permit, uh huh, and you are entitled to renew it one more time, one more term, which is another three years. So you have within this period of time, if your employer supports you, meaning they pay for the, all the stuff, and and still are willing to become the sponsor. Then you have this six years to apply for your green card, which is permanent residency. And within that six years, if you don't get your green card, you have to be outside of the country for at least one year to be able to be eligible for another new H-1B. Yeah. So, so total, the, 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 so you're talking about if a person comes to this country legally, mm-hmm. the naturalization process takes, what, about 10 years on average? Well, it depends. Yeah, if you if you come into this country and somebody already hired you and sponsor you, and if you're lucky to get approved, then you it will take it. Well, the green card process is about when I applied it was about three years, and now it's probably a little bit longer depending on where you come from. Also, because all this process, you have to go through the state first. You have to go through the labor department, and. Uh, and, and there, there are many steps you have to go through before you can actually be at that stage where you get a yes or no for your permanent residency. See, so, yeah, probably uh, five to six years is probably if you're lucky, and maybe up to ten years if you have to be here for something else first. Most people are here, like myself, as a student, and then after that, I, I got a found a job here, and then my employer decided to sponsor and get a visa for me while they are uh, applying for a green card for me. But I'm, I'm the exception. Very, very rare do people get this lucky. And I wonder, because hmm, my head's starting to get kinked from turning around in this vehicle and looking at you. I wonder if this will record if I'm looking forward. Yeah. I wonder if it'll record. <laughs> we'll find out. Huh? <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's bullshit, right? Because, you know, you hear the conservatives in this fucking country talk about, no, 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 illegals, illegals, illegals. Why can't they come to this country legally? Well, it sounds like to me it's just a big fucking pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can imagine. And, of course, this is the, the part that the, the biggest hurdle is that you have to find a company who is able to pay for your salary and you have to match the you so you cannot just say hire me for cheap you know hire me as a, a, a sweatshop boy and uh-huh. and work there you have to be but you're chinese paid. you should should be able yeah, to yeah that's, that's in my nature to, to, you know? to work to work in a sweatshop uh-huh. uh-huh. i grew up in a sweatshop uh-huh. <laughs> and then after that after you your company say okay fine i'll pay you enough what the hell is this person's problem? Doing enough space for anyway. Anyway. We're well, driving anyway. Yeah, why Johnny is going to our own range. Well, I don't see any coffee shops, by the way. I think <laughs> yeah. Shoe shops. Yeah, trainer. Well, what, right now, what we're doing? It's Saturday night. We just got out of the Malaysian restaurant. Uh, the food was absolutely fucking excellent. And I'm fat. And John is fat, but that's so not Cliffy news. Tonight. Cliffy is fat tonight too. She hasn't purged yet, and I'm very, she, I'm very he disappointed. Did. He went into the bathroom. Remember? Oh, okay. Uh, you need to purge again. I, I'm not satisfied. Okay, I'll go to the hotel. Okay. I'm purging John's hotel room. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I'm purging on my parents. <laughs> uh, so, where was I? Where was I? I was saying, oh, the, the uh, immigration. No, you have to be paid at least min- the minimum wage according to uh, your profession. Okay. So, if you're a graphic designer, depending on which market you're coming from, you have to get it from the labor department and so that you're not underpaid. 
And besides that, you also do you have think to, do you think that that law is to protect immigrants or prevent them from coming in this country? Definitely. Which 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 one? which is okay to me. Well, personally. which one do you think it is? Because I, I don't know if you could. I guess you could do both. Because it sounds to me it's protecting the job market. It's protecting uh, for the market. American oh, okay. Workers, so okay. that you don't just hire Common. cheaper labor oh, okay. to uh, do your work. Or outsourcing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and none of those things are happening in this country. <laughs> and so, so besides that, you have to um, hire 10, you have to interview 10 other qualified American workers for the same position. So, the job that I applied for, my boss has to interview at least 10 people and write down the report why they rejected those 10 people for that same profession before they can consider hiring me. So that has to be submitted in my, my green card application that okay, 10 of these people applied, but what is the reason why you rejected all those 10 qualified Americans? Oh, um, so, okay, so, so, so the process not only does it prevent immigrants from coming and stealing American jobs but if you come into this country you the employer that's bringing you in has to have physical documentation showing that they've tried yes. at least 10 times to Correct. hire an American yes and and those have to be real people that, that you know with their resume and then uh, submitted and you have to publish it on like one professional publication for that position. Fuck so, that bullshit. I just come to this country illegally. <laughs> Fuck them. A cod. And, oh, Christ. We're not dead yet. We're all right. We are all right. Thank Bart's, you, Bart. Bart's keeping us alive. Mm -hmm. Safe driving. Thanks, Bart. I, I want my listeners to hear this, so just keep us alive and we'll be all good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear this, we're okay. Yes, yes, Trinerick listeners, if you're listening to this right now, that means I lived tonight. Well, at least Trini, I mean, Becky, lived. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't give a fuck about the rest of these people, as long well, as I live. She's the one posting the show. Exactly, as long as I live to post the show, fuck it. I better Ooh. not tip the shit. Hmm. There's, some, uh, there's some scenery out here. <laughs> Uh, my juices are flowing. So, okay, now this is probably uh, since we're probably not going to find a goddamn shop to sit, quiet shop to sit down and talk in. Um, this whole issue of uh, Asian people uh, changing their name when they come into this country—do oh, yes. you think that that's uh, is that pretty common? It is. Uh, to some people, I guess it's personal. It's a personal and thing. It's also whether or not the name is very hard to pronounce to American tongues. Uh huh. Like if you have a name like Ho Cha Hadi Jamba Chamai Shu. I'll just call it John. <laughs> yes. Oh, you can call me John. You can call me. <laughs> 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 it's better to do show. Shit, I cannot even speak. Uh, it's better to do show live with me. Uh, Trainerick listeners, if you if you love racist content and uh, go listen to the online podcast. Yes, I, I eat cats, dry rub, <laughs> um, and we eat pork intestines. We did eat pork, pork intestines. And have, I tried pork proof. intestines tonight. Uh, yes. And she liked it. I yeah. liked the we pork intestines. To, uh, we were going to order barbecue cat and dog. Uh -huh. But, yeah, were yeah but there, there were three Americans. They were, like, puking already. <laughs> uh, okay. They were the main menu. So, we, yeah. We okay. want to have, have a nice dinner, so we didn't order it. What back. a bummer. Because, but we are going after for late night snack, right? Curry dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Loving it, curry dog. Getting into this name issue, do you think? Okay, yes. Do you think that uh, you know? The, the obviously, changing your name because nobody can fucking pronounce it. That uh, see, I would be like, bitches, you're gonna fucking learn this name. God damn it, <laughs> this is my name, and y'all, you, know, you fucking white 
cracker ass Americans can just get off your lazy fucking ass, quit watching Oprah, and learn how to pronounce my name, goddammit. <laughs> no, no, uh, but that's just my personality. I'm kind of a strong armed bitch after hating myself for years and years. But, uh, um, do you think that some people are ashamed of their heritage? Uh, yes. And of course, why? Um, why? No, please remind me, I have another branch point that uh, I want to make, which I forgot. Branch point? <laughs> yes. About another point before we get to that, but remind me to talk about hating uh, or embarrassment or whatever. Okay. It is, uh, uh, some people like to have a different name to try to fit into the culture. Uh-huh. And that is a part of the reason also. doesn't mean that they hate what they, you know, their own, but... That's oh, it's just in. the general desire to yeah. fit in, which is very, which is kind of a human trait across um, all cultures. Can I do something? Yes. No. <laughs> Shut up. No, no, Cliffy, please. I want to chime in, bitch. Have uh, you purged yet? Office, office I, deep throat. Just, office <laughs> deep throat. Yes. <laughs> what? I, I'm deeply hurt. You are. Why? Okay, and the thing is, like, when we, when we were back in school in China, when we had our English class, uh-huh. we all picked an English name, and, you know, we, we were really excited to pick an English name. Really? So, you know, um, American is, like, you know, still the dominant culture, and I guess people are look up to the... The Western. Uh, yeah, the West. it's, it's, like, cool. It's, like, something cool, uh-huh. and, you know, to have an English name. To have an English name is what cool. About, is cool. What about yourself, though? Clearly? Do you think that's going to change really quickly, the more of an assholes we're becoming in the world? No. No. I don't so, think it so George Bush could bomb every fucking country he wanted to, and the Asian culture would still adore us. No, I don't think, like, when, when, when like, Asian, like, now Asian, like, young Asian, uh-huh. they probably... Strangely, they probably the same as like the young Americans. They don't care about polit- political issues. When when you ask them about like George W. Bush, they probably would not. They're like, I'm not into politics, yeah, like like Americans like, you know, are. Probably... I in fact, Madge just mentioned that after like one year of us having dinner, uh, she mentioned that when when I was, she asked me how how was I politically? Why did I? How, I mean, what was my reaction, lady? What was my reaction when? Um, when we were talking about the whole, you know, caning and, uh-huh. and the imprisonment of, of gay people and all that, and what was what was my political stand there? And I was like, you know, I actually wasn't even paying attention much. First of all, I wasn't out, and second, uh-huh. I am just not into. I, you know, I would rather be reading. Um, I'd rather be greeting. You'd rather, rather be, be sucking be, cock. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, we would rather, yeah, I would rather, but no, I didn't. You rather dress like a, like Britney Spears. Oh, okay. That's 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 what you were doing. Well, yeah. Britney, okay. I see, I'm a I'm a complete opposite now. I do not pay attention to pop cultures. Uh huh. All that much anymore. But uh, when I was in Malaysia, I was you know, totally about pop cultures and and nothing else. No, really, no, really. Yeah, see, no see, see. I have no issue with pop culture or people that are into pop culture because I, I, some of it interests. Well, yeah, some of it interests me. Some of the pop culture definitely interests me. It's, I guess, the issue I take is with people that that's the only thing they're interested in is pop culture. In fact, I mean, you know, and I would have the same issue with, you know, even though I'm a sports fan, I would take the same issue with somebody that's just into sports, you know, because pop culture and sports, all it is is mindless entertainment in the long run, you know, and it's like, you know, you got to pay attention to what's happening around you. Anyway, my little rant, uh, getting back to this whole uh, uh, Asian adoration of American culture, which I find fascinating. Yeah, in fact, uh, it is... Uh, not just the not and Trainwreck listeners, you better find this fascinating too. God damn it, fuckers! No, anyway, not just American too. It's just the West. Uh, it's the West. It's not just America. Like, yeah. like, but American has a very strong uh, influence, obviously. Okay. Um, you know, from movies. That's probably. Don't you think that's like a huge, huge influence from? Because, because, well, here's the thing. I, as an American, the older I'm getting, the more interested I'm getting in Eastern culture. You know, it's 
you know, because the more I learn about Western culture, the more I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and plus, you know, you can, like, I, it's the same thing for me. I, do you have something to say? Yeah. Not yet. Because oh, um, I saw your fingers raising, so yeah. I thought you had something to say. Um, Just button clipping. I like, I did not appreciate my culture as much as I, as do, now? I do now. Yeah, because you're a I'm away from it, uh-huh. and I, you know, I miss it, and therefore I think more about it. And I, I've come to appreciate both cultures, and I feel, I feel that I'm very lucky to be able to grow up in, in one, and then, and then later on, um, adopt another culture, in, uh-huh. which is you know, the, the American culture. If there's much of it. Yeah. Not so much tradition, I guess, because in America is such a young country. But yes, I, I mean, as a child, it would be most people, most people's wildest dream to be able to live and work in America. A lot of my friends are still like, "Oh my gosh, it's so you know good that you live in America. That we're always so consider you really lucky." That, yeah. yeah. And I can see why because I don't want to go back there right now. Uh, I say right now because I may change, but I, I still, I still plan on becoming an American. Regardless. What What is your response to Americans that want to get the fuck out of this country? Both out of both for, this question is for both of you. What would you What would you like say? Madge. Like Madge or me, possibly, uh-huh. uh, so depending know, on uh, what happens in November. If the Republicans whatever. gain more power, I want to get the fuck out. I Seriously, think, I should. I usually look at people as an individual, so you should do whatever the fuck you think is right for you. Oh, that's a fucking cop out. Tell and me what you really think. <laughs> <laughs> I, because you know it's no, the same thing for me. I left my country. You know, uh-huh. so yeah. I, I've been there. And if you think that you're going to be better over somewhere else, you know, go. I, I left. Just don't be in France. I hate France. Don't oh, France. Picture of that fat city. Fat city? German motor specialist. <laughs> in <laughs> fact, is... I was on the bus and I was going to take a... Okay, just picture this. There's this place called Fat City German Motor Specialist. Uh, your Porsche, Volkswagen, Audi, BMW, I think Mercedes I'm a BMW. Do you think um, that Americans that want to leave this country are don't realize what they got here? Probably. So, Cliffy, you believe that? Why? Not oh. really. Not like. Never thought of that. Um, a little bit. I I guess. Well, you know, the current situation. I I sort of understand where you come from. It's a little bit messed up. Because we've got a fucking wacko in the White House. I don't think it's it's just him. It's like the culture. The country, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a movement. Like, there's a movement in this country that's very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, politically speaking, it's not the, just Bush. It's not just Bush. Yeah. I mean, the Democratic Party too needs to do something. Well, the Democratic Plus, Party is or, definitely or, um, very weak. I, I I think it's actually pathetic in a way. The no, Democratic Party is pathetic I would agree with that you got the this this movement that's taken over the Republican Party that's dangerous and the Democrats are just pathetic period yeah they are not united they are yeah. not unified that's a, that's a thing uh-huh. and that's a minor there's no there's no uh, for me is I don't see a there's no strong opposition concrete um, um, what is it <laughs> goal in the Democratic Party right now, it's sort of always torn. I mean, you can you can always. I mean, I welcome different ideas within the same political party, but you almost have to have that be you know the the variety be the selling point. Right now, is just yeah, yeah. Well, well, you. Know, I think there's always needs to be room for debate within the Democratic Party, but when it comes to our presence on the national scene. We need to get our shit together and just really, that is true. and really, and really, and really, you know, internally within ourselves, we can debate all we want, but we need to decide on several things that we're going to unite around. Whether it's you know nationalized, socialized healthcare, which I think would be a very good one to just say we want socialized healthcare in this country. And uh, we're not going to stop bitching and fighting and doing whatever it need that takes until we get it, get there. Do you want to go to the Westin for a cocktail? Um, 
Sure. You guys, you guys want to go on sure. the Weston? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Is it free parking? <laughs> uh, not exactly. No, no, no such thing in downtown Seattle. I would think on a Saturday night. For a cock. For a cocktail. Cock. So now, now you got Cliffy's interest. Yes. So, oh, but but I wanted to ask just as far as this uh, the name thing. Yes. Um, why? I guess for me, it's like because I have so much interest in Eastern Eastern culture. Yes. I think so. It perplexes me. I mean, I can understand why somebody would want to change their name if it was really, really hard to pronounce, but... But some of these other reasons why people change their name, uh, the shame issue, the, you know, uh, why do you think, is, is that, co- do you think it's common for people to feel ashamed of where they came from? No, I don't, I don't think it is. No, no. No? No, I think the thing is, I think a Chinese, Asian, mm-hmm. like, they're very, uh, they look up to other culture, like Chinese also look up to, like, Japanese culture. Oh, really? And yeah. they really think Japanese names are cool. Okay. Yes, but the it's thing is, the same it's like, thing in Malaysia too. Yeah, it's like, a, a, you know, in, in a national inferiority complex, sort of uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and it's true for every single country. I yeah. Like right so, now, the the American who wants to uh, leave the country or or looking at the Europeans and yeah. thinking they're already much better. I have a, yeah, I have an inferiority long. complex for Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I want to go to Germany. Sexually and think, open and expressive. I think also, like, you know, when you have an English name in, in China, you sort, sort of, like, suppose you know English. Oh, you speak English. And, oh. and people just think you are, like, in, you know, kind of like this... Uh, I don't know what, what, what I'm worried for you, but, you know, people would think, oh, you know English, you are... Or superior. You'll be able to fit in there? Not, not like, superior, but Find oh, you out. know more. <laughs> Is it actually... Like that. Is it a non-parking? It has these tow. It says no stops. Tow-away zone. Why are all these people here? Maybe it's just during the daytime. Well, we'll we'll find out. (laughs) We get towed. Because there's a lot of people. Wouldn't that suck if you were like the only one that got towed? Even though there's a ton of cars parked here? I think this is a daytime thing. It's rated. Let's pull it out. I guess we'll find out. No, let's pull it out. I'm not kidding. Okay. Well, I I think for now, that's uh, good for this discussion. Uh, Welcome back, Tranny Rec listeners. We're just kind of walking along the Capital District in Seattle. It's Sunday morning. Um, uh, I'm still with uh, Cliffy from CDP and uh, Bart, who has been on this little Seattle to Portland to Seattle excursion. I'm also with two longtime friends that I have known for how long have we known each other? Uh, well, it, what affirmation? Probably about conference. ten. Ten years? Years. Ten, ten years. About. To my left I've got Scott who is a former executive director of uh, Affirmation Gay and Hoary Mormons. Um, and then to my right I've got uh, Michael who is his longtime partner, and uh, they've been in Seattle for years and years, and uh, every time I come to Seattle, I like to uh, uh, have foreplay with both of them. So, and so wonderful to see you two. So, we're just, uh, we're going to a coffee shop now? Oh, we're going to the Top Pot Donuts and Coffee Shop. Supposedly the best donuts in Seattle. It's right off of what street are we on? What street are we on? Summit. Summit, right off. Three blocks down from Broadway. We're on Summit Street, about three blocks from Broadway, and we're going to partake of the best donuts in Seattle right now. So I'm not going to record while I'm stuffing my face. So I'll talk to you guys in a minute, or it'll be a second when you're listening. You know, I don't have very many uh, lists. Is there any way to know what your demographics are like that? Um, I have a frapper map. Um, 
where people can go and just enter their little See, location. This is where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, and I have about 40 people on there. Right now, it's not on my website, but I need to add it back on because it's kind of a fun little thing. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, but just based on Frapper map, map, map demographics, just a sample, I would say. I don't have very many uh, Portland listeners. And that's, I think I need to market my show better locally. Uh-huh, right. And do a better job at it. Although, we did just have an article. You need to market it in Seattle because we have a huge transgender community here. Well, see, and this is what people, I'm not doing a show for the transgender community. But a lot of people. But it's. But a lot of people that are trans would benefit would, from listening well, to would, the show. And then there's no doubt well, see, about that. That's the thing. It's like. But I'm really also trying to reach out to everyone else too. It's kind of I'm trying being, to bring bring being, people together. Being a gay man, uh huh. I watch Logo because uh-huh. it's you know got gay content. I go and buy at places that are gay friendly. Uh huh. It's the same kind of thing with the trans person, especially when there's not a whole lot of stuff out there. Uh-huh. Just the fact, even if it's not trans specific, it is a trans person running the show and they can relate to it and yeah. it's something that they would want to listen to. Oh, absolutely. So that's why I'm saying you should market it. Well, in the uh, we just had an article that both of us were in in one of the local GLBT paper in Portland. They did an article about queer podcasting. So hopefully that'll get me a few more Portland listeners. But yeah, you are right. I mean... The north, the Pacific Northwest has a huge transgender community. Yeah, you don't, and you don't even need to market it as a transgender show. It goes the but, name of the show itself. Right, 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 <laughs> right. But um, the fact that it's that it's run by a transgender woman, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting in, in and of itself to do that. I mean, they, I just realized I'm chewing gum, and my listeners what can hear that I apologize. this weekend here, up here? I don't know. See, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I've been as far as the local transgender Odyssey conferences here again this year. I'm still waiting for my coffee before we run out. Um, as far as the local trans community, yeah. I have to confess, I'm fairly disconnected. Um, did they have an organization like that would in, be something in, that you might be Yeah. I, I need to, I, well, really what I need to do is start getting more social, you know, well, and, and getting getting involved. Well, it's easier to say than do. That's right. I heard about this on gender. I heard about this on Gender Talk, which yeah. is another. Gender Talk is a uh, trans show that's done on terrestrial radio, but is also podcasted. And my yeah, friend, um, the, the F to M. My friend Aiden is conference. who started this a couple Aiden, years ago. Aiden, how's he doing? Uh, I haven't talked to him for a while, but he He's, was on Oprah. He Aiden was on Oprah with his sister. Oh, I have trainer listeners. Aiden is somebody that I participated in a workshop in at a previous Affirmation Gay Lesbian Mormon conference. And like a lot of trans men I've met, he's just hot. He's very hot. But he was on Oprah. He and his identical twin sister uh-huh. were on Oprah. Wow. As well, they were doing um, twins. Um, where one was trans and one was not. Uh-huh. The other couple they had on um, were Mormon. Wow. Yeah, I have it. Um, I have it on my uh, uh, DVR at home. Oh, could you? Uh, huh. I would like to watch that. Yeah, I figured you would. I would. Uh, that would be interesting. Let's see. No, oh, we've no, already ordered. We're just waiting for. Just waiting for the coffee. I don't think they called. Oh, I was wondering. I was like, okay, sorry about that. Okay, so it's just been sitting here for a while. I, could, I couldn't hear you. All right, so I got my white chocolate mocha. Come on, get on there. To get the sleeves, so I don't have a, uh, a 
burn my hand. Okay, that's over dramatic, but uh, oh, good, we're gonna sit out here. Yeah. Oh, such a beautiful day here in Seattle. What's sunny and about 75 today? Is not that about what the forecast is up here? 85 today? Yeah. That. You know, one of the things I love about uh, the Northwest is the coffee culture that so permeates up here, just uh, more so than the bar culture. I'd much rather go to a coffee shop than a bar. You know, every once in a while I get in a dancing mood, have a drink, but no, the coffee, I'm just, I'm just more laid back. So, okay, trainer Rick listeners, I'm going to eat a donut and uh, I'm not one of those podcasters that's going to eat while I'm trying to talk to all of you, so. I'm not Madge Weinstein yet, but I'm working. Oh, yes, I should do my Madge Weinstein impression. Mmm. Mmm. Yeast radio. Mmm. Okay, I'm bored with that impression. Love you, Madge. No, I don't. Well, yes, I do. No, not really. Anyway, hi, everybody. That, so that was my uh, Seattle trip from uh, two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I had a really good time. I enjoyed meeting uh, the fabulous Miss Penang, also known as John Ong, and uh, that little Chinese whore named Cliffy, who uh, thinks he she's so much better than uh, trannies. Uh, she's just a underdeveloped tranny herself. So... Anyway, uh, well, running uh, almost 52 minutes into this podcast, so I'm going to brush through everything else I wanted to talk about. Uh, I finally got my passport. I just wanted to give you a surgery update. Um, I had to uh, fill out, uh, let's see, I, I, I sent in the initial paperwork, and then they sent me this paper back, which uh, I knew I was going to get. Uh, Susan Moses from the Talking Tranny Show kind of warned me about it. I was hoping I wouldn't get it, but basically I got a, a letter from the federal government telling me that, uh, you know, we need proof as to what's in between your legs uh, before we're willing to put an F on your passport. So uh, basically what I did is I sent uh, copies of my doctor and therapist letter along with a little note back to Big Brother telling him that uh, I plan on getting my surgery. And uh, Big Brother basically sent me my passport. It's a temporary one, only for a year. And uh, that passport, uh, before I can get a 10-year passport, uh, they need proof that I had my surgery. So uh, when I get back from Thailand, I'm going to send them pictures. Um. I filled in for, was it last week? I had an interesting experience. Uh, uh, I logged on to Skype on Wednesday night to be on Madge Weinstein's call-in show. Because uh, now that she's back in America, uh, she I think she's trying to get into the ryth- rhythm of doing that on Wednesday nights again. Well, I log on to Skype and uh, nobody Madge wasn't on. That whore Cheryl wasn't on. Nobody was really on. So, you know, I just started working on my website or whatever else, and then uh, Madge calls me out of the blue. To make a long story short, (laughs) she asked me to finish the rest of her show. (laughs) So, it wasn't something I was prepared to do, needless to say, but... You know, and it's not something, to be honest with you, I really was in the mood to do that night, but... Um, you know, I did it for uh, two reasons. Uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, she had a, uh, Weight Watchers meeting to go to at 11 o'clock at night. Um, and, uh, so, you know, and she really had to go. Apparently the, the cravings were getting too much to her and, you know, she, she was either going to go to Weight Watchers or food eat and we wouldn't want that. So, I filled in for Madge uh, to do like 15 minutes on Sirius Satellite Radio, uh, which, you know, I, I was able, there were two other people that are, are regulars on her call show. I was able to get on with them, Andy Milton uh, and 
um, Matt Blender, who is her show notes person. And uh, so, yeah, I shit out 15, 16 minutes of, uh, I think it was, turned out to be like 17 minutes of unplanned audio uh, of a Skype conversation. So if you're, for those of you that don't listen to Yeast Radio, if you don't, shame on you. Uh, go back and listen to Yeast Radio 447. It was uh, posted on September 7th. And uh, you'll hear that fucking train wreck. Um, I'm doing a presentation for uh, something. I, I, I kind of hinted at this in the past couple of months about some interesting things that are going on at work. Well, I, I'm going to share that with you briefly. What's happening is I have the opportunity to create a podcast for my work, for the department that I work in at this bank I work at, which will, for now, remain nameless. Um, and But before I can start working on this podcast, I need to uh, convince upper management that uh, it's worth their time uh, to pay me to do that. And so basically what I'm going to try and do is just to, what the what the podcast that I'm going to be doing it's because I work in the fraud department of this bank uh what I want to do is create a podcast about banking fraud that's directed towards uh the branches and retail and uh you know any advice that the uh those of you that are podcasting can give me on helping me sell this uh, I would definitely, I, I, I'm going to be more than receptive. Um, let's see, tomorrow night, I'm going to be interviewed on a local terrestrial radio station. It's uh, a college station uh, for Portland State University, KPSU on 1450 AM. The interview will take place at uh, 7 p.m., uh, anybody that listens to this uh, locally will probably be hearing this after the fact, but uh, don't fear uh, because uh, that that is also their uh, radio show. This particular radio show is also available through podcast by going to kpsu.org. That link will be in the show notes as well. So that's a, that's going to be a great opportunity to uh, promote my show. Uh, locally here in Portland, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, a few emails really quick. I'm going to breeze through these because we're uh, hitting an hour. Um, got an email from Tim from Rainbow Radio. Uh, he informed me about an article that was written uh, about me and another trans person from a religious background in the Washington Blade. And apparently this article that was written about me in the Washington Blade, which I will also link from trannyrec.com, basically it talks about my Mormon background. Um, Because I'm listed as the transgender contact on Affirmation's website, uh, which Affirmation Gay, Lesbian, Mormons, it's affirmation.org for those of you that want to know more about that. I'm listed as their transgender contact. And so... I was the person that this lady from the Washington Blade contacted to write a story about transgender people and religion. So uh, you can go to my website, trannyrick.com, and uh, check that article out. Uh, I received an email from Chicago Rose from Berlin, as a listener, telling me to keep up the good work. Uh, thank you so much, Chicago, for uh, that uh, kind gesture. And uh, I also received an email. I've been receiving, I've actually been corresponding with Christian Hugan from the Saturn cast. Uh, this is a new podcast. Uh, he's plugged my show several times. And uh, he told me that uh, uh, part of his show, I guess, was inspired by Tranny Rick Radio, which I, I'm totally flattered. But I have to say this, Christian. Your show sounds so much fucking better than mine did when I was six or seven episodes in. So, uh, Saturn cast. Uh, Christian is very entertaining to listen to, has a lot of great rants, and uh, is very smart. Uh, I, would, I, I do enjoy his show. I'd encourage you to go over to SaturnCast.com. Uh, I received an email from uh, a lady named Maddie from New York. It's from, she, her signature says that she's from some marketing company. 
she recommending me to play a couple of musicians. One of them is Daphne Rubin Vega and Elaine Elias. I, I replied back letting her know that uh, the only way I can play that music is if I receive permission from the artists themselves or from the recording companies. Um, well, that's not entirely true. I have broken from that rule and played quote-unquote non-pod-safe songs. Uh, but generally, that's how I like to do it. Uh, their websites didn't have any stuff that I could download. But, you know, anyway, that's... I prefer, really, to be honest with you, there are two ways that I prefer to play music on this show. I either prefer to go directly to the Podsafe Music Network, because any artist that uploads music to the PMN is uh, explicitly giving podcasters permission to play their music. And it's really well organized. They've got a great reporting system. It's really easy to... uh, sample songs and add them to my playlist and then throw them onto the show. I love the Podsafe Music Network. So the other way I prefer to play music is to have the artists email me their CDs. And so far in the year that I've been doing Training Rec Radio, I've only received CDs from two artists. One of them was Georgie Jessup. She sent me like all four or five, four or five CDs that she's done. And uh, the other one was Joshua Clip, who I interviewed uh, a few weeks ago uh, for Trinity Rec 39. So if you really want me to promote your music, and this is to the musicians that are listening, uh, you know, either I think one or two things, either upload your music to the Podsafe Music Network Or uh, if you don't want to do that, which, you know, there are certain reasons artists don't want to do that. And I, you know, to each their own, I I think you're you're shooting yourself in the foot to not put music on there. Or just mail me a CD. I would love to have a copy of it. And, you know, I will definitely play a few songs on there um, if I like them. And, And, you know, and my musical tastes are broad enough to where if an artist sends me a CD... Uh, there's usually a chance that I'm going to like at least one song on that CD. Um, I don't play music just because, just for the sake of playing music. I, I'm going to, I do play music because I like it. So anyway, that's enough about that. I'm going well over an hour here, but uh, I don't give a fuck. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. The the other email uh, I got was from Ethan St. Pierre from the Radical Trannies, who is also the administrator of Trans FM. And, uh, his show, the Radical Trannies is now back on podcast for the first time since, uh, that core Marty Abernathy left the show. So I'm really excited about that because I don't ever really get to listen to his show because on Sunday nights, I'm usually doing my own show. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited about listening to Ethan St. Pierre again because he's been off of Gender Talk for quite a while. And uh, Ethan is one of those people that I honestly and truly uh, look up to. Uh, you know, I... I, I've had discussions with him about uh, Trans FM and, uh, you know, some of the decisions that he's made I've publicly disagreed with. But, you know, I have so much respect for him and I am so proud to be uh, affiliated with Trans FM um, that whenever I listen to him, it, it motivates me to become more politically involved in the transgender community. Because I can't, aside from Nancy Nangeroni and Gordy McKenzie, I can't think of anybody that is more devoted to equality for trans people than Ethan St. Pierre. Ethan, I love you, and uh, I'd suck your cock any time, or eat you out. And what is trans men, I know there's several of you listening to this show, uh, what is the correct terminology for somebody that wants to perform oral sex on you? Um, do you do you want us to say, oh, I just want to perform oral sex on you, which is uh, 
pretty, too medical for me. You know, I'm more raw than that. Should I say I want to suck your cock? Or should I say I want to eat you out? Come on, trans men. Educate this dumb, white, blonde, trans woman whore. I was going to close this off with a song, but uh, for some reason, uh, GarageBand is giving me shit, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, my voicemail line. Uh, actually, I do have some voicemails, but I ran out of time this week. Um, and uh, like I said, I can't fit them into this show, so I'll play them next week. My voicemail is 503-608-7363 or 503-60-USE-ME. Uh, my email is trannyrec at gmail.com. Please keep uh, the emails and the voicemails coming. I fucking love all of you. And until next week, go fuck yourself. <laughs>